0: Amen. Father, we just approach your word with a sense of reverence, a sense of awe. Thank you for your presence in this place this morning. Thank you for strengthening our hearts, enlightening our eyes, flooding our spirits. Lord God, with your grace and your goodness, we give you praise and honor for it in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Why do you turn shake hands with just a couple of people real quick. Amen. I know you've already done that. But this is family, amen? This is family. It's good to have family in the house. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. The other day I was driving to work and I got a word in my heart concerning how to have a healthy holiday. Or how to have a happy holiday. Amen? And uh, so, I want us to to look where all happiness and all joy really begins. It starts with the Word of God, doesn't it? And uh, 3 John, uh, verse 2, um, you'll notice on your screen there, 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers now notice with me the connection between prospering being in health and your soul your soul of course is made up of your mind and your will and your emotions and we are instructed to do something with our souls aren't we once we're saved man i was a sad sack before i got saved and after i got saved my soul needed some serious restoration Can I get a witness around here? The soul will just remain the same unless we do something with the soul. We got to have soul control and not let our soul control us. In in, in Romans, of course, it says that we're not to be conformed to this world. It's easy to, isn't it? I mean, the, the pull of the world is strong. But he says, now be transformed or be changed by what? By the removal of your mind. (laughs) Now, I I did plenty of that back on drugs. I don't want any more mind removal. I'm all for mind renewal. Amen? Amen? Amen. And so, the word of the Lord is perfect. Isn't it? And what will it do? It'll convert the soul. It'll change the way you think and talk and act. Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. There's ability in God's Word, if we will believe it, receive it, and apply it in our lives, to enable us to be happy, enable us to have days of heaven here on earth. Amen. 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 So the condition then of our spirit has a lot to do with with the health of our bodies. It has a lot to do with the health of our souls. It has a lot to do with the health of our relationships. So we must start with the Word of God. If we're going to have a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas, it begins with the Word. And so I want to exhort you, don't leave the Word. Let it dwell in you richly. During the season especially, because there's so many pulls on your time and so many pulls on this and that and the other, make sure that you stay in the Word of God Amen. and that you stay nourished up in the words of faith. Yeah. In, uh, I believe it's First Timothy, you can pull that scripture up. I believe it's chapter 4, verse 6, if I'm not mistaken. But let's read this verse together. What do you say, guys? Yes. Ready, read. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. Now notice with me the word nourished, the word nourished. That's a great, great word, isn't it? Nourished up in the words of faith. I like what William's translation says. William says it like this, feeding your own soul on the truths of faith. Barry's translation says, nurturing on the messages of faith. The Good News Bible says, feed yourself spiritually on the words of faith and the true teaching which you have followed. Amen. So, the word nourish means to, to provide with food. How many of you like a, a good meal? How many of you like multiple good meals? Yeah. Amen. You like hot meals? Yes. You like meals on wheels? <laughs> no, not wheels on meals. But nourish, it means to provide with the food or other substances necessary for growth, health, and a good condition. Amen. So, I love the definition of health or healthier. It means to be free from disease and pain. It's good to be healed. I mean, even if you've got pain in your body right now and you're standing against something in your physical being, you know God's Word says you're healed. So, it's good to be healed regardless how we feel. It also means enjoying health and vigor of body, mind, and spirit. So with the proper care, your spiritual immune system can stay strong. Without the proper care, the spiritual immune system grows weak. But built up, it can resist everything. I mean everything. You know, we're in a time right now where there's a lot of shopping taking place. How many of you got your Christmas shopping halfway done? How many of you got it all the way done? How many of you haven't done anything? <laughs> aren't done anything. You are in the majority. <laughs> well, we've got some secrets for shopping for you. I'm going to share that with you. Mm-hmm. I saw a post yesterday by one of our church members and <laughs> it tickled me. She, uh, said you know i went to the mall to do some shopping but i ended up in the food court ordering things from amazon <laughs> so there's revelation right there number one food court everyone say food court, food court. and that reminds me of uh, of a quote uh, by george Pe- pearson's this one's funny He pastors down there uh, at Eagle Mountain Church. He's Brother Copeland's, um, I guess, son-in-law. And uh, he said to his wife, Terry, he says, you're going to have to feed me if I'm going to continue shopping. (laughs) Well, likewise, if we're going to make it through the holidays and make it through life, we need to be fed. So the first revelation is make sure you get plenty of food spiritual nourishment yeah. <clears throat> and use Amazon <laughs> awesome, you may go home now <laughs> somebody shout glory, glory. hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. and so our spirits then must be fed strengthened trained developed and exercised in the same way our bodies and our minds are. It has to do with being nourished up in the words of faith. Let me just quote a couple scriptures to you from the book of Job. <clears throat> he says, I've not gone back from my the commandment of your lips. I have esteemed and treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Now, you know, <clears throat> when somebody is hungrier for the word and esteems the word more than that in and out burger? More than that pumpkin pie? More than that prime rib? You know, that's a sold-out brother or a sold-out sister, right? The word esteem there means to hide, to hoard, to store up, to lay up. Gloria Copeland says it like this, can the word. Brenda grew up on a farm and I was always interested in going to the farm because they had some really good stuff canned. And uh, so Gloria says, can the word. In other words, preserve it down on the inside of your heart and guess what will happen when you need it? It's going to be there. The word will be there but if there's no deposit there you go Joe don't spill that brother There is a hole on tight to that no deposit no return man do we need the word because you see what's on the inside of you is going to come out of you when the squeeze is on in the world you shall have tribulation whether we are overcome by the tribulation or whether we overcome the tribulation has much to do with two things how much word we have on the inside stored up and how much we are rejoicing because Jesus has already overcome the world. Everyone say joy to the world. Joy to the world. Here, here's another scripture for your arsenal Psalm 119, 103 says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. The message says, your words are so choice, so tasty. I prefer them to the best home cooking. Jesus said, man will not live by bread alone, but by every every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That word there is rhema. Everyone say rhema. rhema. Rhema is the word of the Lord that... Be, is, is believed and spoken out of your mouth. Jeremiah said it like this, Thy words were found. That tells me the word of God should be searched out. We should be finding scriptures that apply to our case. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and thy word was unto me, the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I'm called by thy name. Amen. Amen. I love the message translation. It says, When your words showed up, I ate them, swallowed them whole. What a feast! What a delight I took in being yours. Amen. Yeah. Good. Now I want us to look at this verse. Look at over at Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. I wanna I wanna look at this just for a moment. Acts the 20th chapter, 32nd verse. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Acts 20, 32 says, And now, brothers, I commend you to God and to the word of what? Of His grace. Did you notice in that testimony this morning how Brian and Debbie rejoiced in the grace of God? Yeah. A- and how much they leaned on His grace? Yeah. They weren't frustrating the grace of God in their life. They're allowing His grace to live big in them. Amen. Paul said that the grace of God is sufficient for you. And so I love that verse. And now, brothers, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to what? So there is ability in the word to take a person that has been sad and dilapidated and broken down and to build them up. Pastor Tom chose to sing one of those songs this morning about love. Isn't that a great song? Yes. By Ashmont Hill. Yes. Your love, what did it do? Me. Your love lifted me. Yeah. When you've got the grace of God and the love of God and the Word of God lifting you, brothers and sisters, you are one built-up believer. That's right. yeah. So I commend you to God and to the Word of His grace, which is able to build you up Now notice the rest of this verse. I think sometimes this is forgotten. And to give you something. To give you, what? An inheritance. Inheritance. You know, if you have an inheritance coming to you and you never find out what that inheritance is, even after after the lawyer has called you, It's about the same as not having an inheritance. There's so much inheritance that we have in Christ. This inheritance must be believed, received, and claimed. Come on, somebody. Oh, let's just say it real strong. I claim claim my inheritance inheritance. in the name of Jesus. 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 Mm -hmm. Receive your inheritance and then walk in your inheritance walk in your inheritance in other words walk in what's been given you walk in what's been provided for you to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them that are what sanctify anybody ever been to the hospital before any ever been to the emergency room before I have a couple times in recent years. And you know, when a patient is experiencing in their body some symptoms, but they're not sure what was wrong, the first thing the doctor checks is what? The checks the vital signs. Checks the vital signs. We had just gotten back from a vacation and I ate too much before I went to bed. <laughs> you know what the culprit was? The culprit was macadamia nuts. And, and we'd been in Hawaii, and I was I was on a macadamia nut splurge, <laughs> and I, I just I just filled up on macadamia nuts and went to sleep temporarily. But then all of a sudden, I lost my breath; I couldn't breathe. I, <gasps> <sighs> and I said, "Okay," I said, "I think I better go down to Kaiser see what's going on." Brenda says, "It's probably just gas." <laughs> So so I I took the trip alone. And I I told you to call me. In the middle of the night. To check my vital signs. And guess what? The prophetess was right. I said call me if it was Yeah, 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 yeah. Call me and see whether you're alive or not. So beyond that it was a few new year's eves ago and i just felt a little funny in my body felt i having a little difficult time breathing and so i went to the emergency room but i didn't let her know i was going because i knew what the response was going to be you know i thought okay fine great about 9 o'clock in the morning she gets a call from me by my bedside she says where are you I'm at Kaiser Emergency and she says what so but I lived. that's the good news amen so um, there's a lot of love going on in this family Now, nah, she's just a smart girl I don't know where in the world we were going with this. maybe for the holidays, you should get some gas X or something <laughs> if you wanna st- if you wanna stay healthy and happy <laughs> and even holy <laughs> and with your wife. oh my it's like the. You know, the guy that I heard Mac Hammond this morning, he said someone came to him and they've been married 52 years, him and Lynn. 52 years, that's great. How long have you been married, Brother George? 54? 52. Wow. That's awesome. Anybody else been married over 50 years? Raise your hand. Praise the Lord, Bert. Wonderful, John. You guys, awesome. Let's give him a big hand. That's great. So one of his parishioners asked him, Well, man, fifty tears, that's awesome. I mean, you know, how how give me something? What what's going on here? How do you do that? He says, Well, we never go to bed angry. He says, Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. He says, but one time we had to go five days before we went to bed. (laughs) <laughs> let not the sun go down upon your wrath if you want to stay happy walk so we have spiritual vital signs that indicate a weak spirit when things are negatively affecting me, I'll just be honest with you. When, when I yield to that kind of stuff, is a sign that I need to build my inward man up. It's a sign that I need to go have more than a happy meal. But one indicator, and, and really especially this time of year, one indicator of, a, of a, a spirit that needs to be built up is hopelessness and a lack of joy. To be hopeless means to be discouraged. it means to be despairing. It also will push you and press you to quit. Anybody ever felt like quitting before? You don't have to raise your hand, but I got both mine up <laughs> but here's what happens: look at proverbs thirteen two let's look at that verse two ver uh proverbs thirteen twelve I think. And uh, the amplified version. Are you happy today? Yeah. That didn't sound good. <laughs> Proverbs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rahul. I can get away with that because that's Rahul. <clears throat> Proverbs thirteen, verse twelve. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Or makes the heart to stoop. The Amplified says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. So, if you're facing a hopeless situation, don't get under condemnation. If you feel a little discouraged, own it, and then move from there. If you're down... But you're not out, get up. But one way that I know to do this, again, Mm -hmm. is through the Word. Look at Romans chapter 15. This is a great verse, guys. Romans, the 15th chapter, the fourth verse. And and I'm going to read it uh, from the NLT. And if they don't get it up there, that's okay, because I don't think I wrote it down. But it says, such things were written in the Scriptures not long ago to teach us, and the scriptures give us hope. Let's say that a couple of times. The scriptures, the scriptures give us hope. Now, point your finger at yourself and say, "The scriptures—they the scriptures. Give, give me hope." And they give us encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Through the encouragement drawn from the scriptures, we hold fast to our hope. I think every one of us this morning, if we're honest about it, we're waiting for some of God's promises to be fulfilled. And guys, there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. But if we allow despondency and hopelessness to get us down and to keep us down, it makes that process extremely difficult. I remember years ago, and Brenda and I were, were talking about this a little bit last night. I said, you know, I need, I need some illustrations here for my message, especially in the area of hope. And uh, I can think of some, you know, that are, are pertinent to me, but I wanted to use another illustration. And this was during the time where our youngest son was going through great discouragement, great depression, and uh, he was very, very according to the way he looked the way he acted the way he spoke very hopeless really, really tough and this was during the time where John and Lindy were about to get married now John and Lindy have been married how many years? 17, 17 years that means I'm a swinging senior or something <laughs> I was at the hospital room the other day and Jerry Neal's wife said ah oh, she said you're just a teenage senior Yeah, I felt pretty good about that. But, you know, John, Lindy were about to get married. We had a lot of people in the home, and my mom was out, and my older brother Dan was out, and Nona, and it was a a time of celebration. Um, And then, of course, Brenda's kinfolk were there. But uh, one afternoon... James looked at mom with the eyes that he would get when he was not here. And what did he say, honey? He said, is there any hope that I'll ever get married? He said, is there any hope that I'll ever get married? Like my brother. And mom grabbed him by the arms and just prayed for him. She said, yes, yes. There is, and you will. Today, he's in full-time ministry. And today, he's married to a beautiful girl, and we have a beautiful grandchild. Amen. So, tough for him, but tough for us as well. So you might be facing some tough situations with some kinfolk or maybe something going on in your body. I want to encourage you today. Get around people that love you. Get around people that will pray with you. Get in the Word. Don't stay away from church. Don't be the Lone Ranger. But draw encouragement from one another and from the Word of the Lord. And I think it's important for us to realize that we have all sorts of people all around us and not everybody is in the same situation and not everyone is in the same circumstance. Why don't we be Holy Spirit conscious and love conscious and just let that love flow through us. You never know what a word of encouragement will do for a brother or sister in the Lord. How many of you ever been encouraged? Is it a good thing? It's a great thing. Keith Hershey, great guy. How many of you ever heard Keith Hershey? You know, he's on our he's on our joy generosity list. We're gonna sow a good seed for his work in Nigeria and for the orphanages and different things that are going on there. But you know, he he, he preaches messages that you remember. And one of the messages that he preached was don't let a setback cause you to sit back. But get prepared for a comeback. Jesus is the comeback Champion of the world. How many of you have come back from some things? Woo, hallelujah. Because he came back, you and I can come back. And those that are around us can come back. David said it like this, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I will yet praise him. Can there be about ten seconds of good solid praise in this house? Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I will praise him. I will praise the Lord. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Have we got something to be thankful about? Oh, everything's not perfect on this side of the uh, of heaven. Never, everything will never be perfect. But thank God for what is good, and we know one thing for sure: God is good. Let's say it like this: God is good, God is good. All, the time, all the time, and all the time, all the time, God is good. So David. David had this, this sense of, of pressure and this sense of hopelessness. See, to be cast down is to sink or to press or to bring down low. Disquieted means to cry aloud. But David looked at himself and he began to talk to himself. David encouraged himself in the Lord. He said, soul, I got a question for you. What are you doing? Soul, you are going to magnify the Lord. You are going to go to church and you're not going to look like a wooden Indian. You're going to magnify the Lord. And so, by the way, look what the Lord has already done for you. Come on, somebody. Look where he's brought you from. You will not be disquieted. You will not be down one moment longer. Get up, soul, and praise the Lord. Get up, soul, and speak victory. Get up, soul, and overcome. Just place your hand over your soul, over your heart and say, soul, Soul. get on up. up. (coughs) Get up Get up and rejoice. I'm not saying chin up. I'm saying rise up. And get, up. and get up. What an opportunity. <clears throat> we have to do that every day. And there are some people, quite frankly, that are unable to get up. And you may not understand that. But there are some people that need you. And they need me. And they need us not to be condescending or judgmental I say, where's your think that? You ought to look in the mirror sometime and ask yourself that question. He is the glory. He is the lifter up of our head.